Welcome to the Chamber's Elevated Conversations podcast. And now, your host, Dave Ekman. Hey, good afternoon, everybody. This is Dave Ekman from uh, Greater Wausau Chamber of Commerce, and welcome to our next edition of Elevated Conversations. Uh, today, I'm with Josh Worrell of TDS Telecom. And, um, you know, in a context of uh, economic development, folks, um, infrastructure is everything. So buildings, roads, construction, telecommunications, be it rural broadband or fiber, they're all important aspects of growing our community. And so with us today is Josh Worrell of TDS Telecom. Josh, welcome to our program. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Glad you're here. Um, we've, we've asked you to, to, to uh, attend and, and talk through um, TDS Telecom and what your company is about and the progress you're making through our community with respect to uh, fiber. So with that, before we get going though, Josh, we need to bring everybody into this conversation we're having and have some fun. Okay. So when Brian got this, this program teed up with you and wanted to get this out to our membership, we learned a fun fact about you in the fact that the last name Warrell raised some uh, um, uh, notoriety to Brian and he came in and he said, hey, you know the name Warrell? And I said, well, I do. And he said, this guy, Josh, his dad pitches or pitched for the Cardinals way back when, in the 80s, right? That's true. Yeah, I, I come from a baseball family. So uh, my dad's Todd and my uncle's Tim. Todd played for 14 years, I believe, in the big leagues for the Cardinals and the Dodgers. And Tim played for a handful of teams, Padres, Cubs, Detroit. So, yeah, I had come from a baseball background. That is cool. So um, was your dad a righty, lefty? He was a right-hand pitcher, and he was a closer. Okay. And so um, you're also a baseball player. I was, yeah. I got the opportunity to play in college, and then at the end of college, I graduated and uh, was drafted. Uh, not not very high, 30th round, but was still drafted, and I went and played three years professionally for the Royals and the San Diego Padres. Outstanding. That is pretty cool. That's awesome. And so here you are today um, sharing your story, uh, not only a fun fact about you and your family, but... What I'd like to do at this point is, is let's, why don't you take a moment right now and introduce TDS Telecom to our audience? Sure, sure. So like I said, I'm Josh Worrell. I'm manager of business development for TDS Telecom. And my role revolves um, largely around our out-of-territory fiber program. So I do a lot of the research and analytics into markets around the country that would be attractive for fiber overbuilds and then help our senior leadership team narrow down those markets. And once they make a decision on where we're going to be going to um, overbuild fiber, I then travel to those municipalities and introduce the municipal leaders to TDS, our history, what we're planning to do in their city, how it will benefit them. And then I act as a um, feedback or resource for the city throughout the build process. Um, so that's, that's a little bit about my role in all this. Um, history of TDS, uh, TDS has been in business for about 50 years. We're a Fortune 1000 company. Uh, we started as a rural phone company, so our founder, Roy Carlson, would travel around the country buying up uh, rural ILEC properties. ILEC is incumbent local exchange character, or excuse me, incumbent local exchange carrier. It's just a name for basically we're the phone company. So every 
city pretty much has a cable company and a phone company. They deliver similar products. It's just the technology involved in delivering those products. So we're the seventh largest ILEC in the country. Um, in the telecom world, we're relatively small though. Um, number seven, um, there's a big discrepancy between us at number seven and AT&T at number one. And so as technology has progressed, um, as we move from phone and trying to, um, the mission statement of bringing phone to rural, rural areas of the country, that kind of gave way to broadband and TV. And here we are today with fiber. So we're kind of a unique company, Dave, in that we're a portfolio company. We actually own cable properties as well. So in 2013, we started acquiring and buying cable companies with the theory being, let's be the best broadband provider in any community, regardless of technology. And so we own, we're, we actually own and operate Bend Broadband in Bend, Oregon. We have some cable properties in Utah as well and in North Carolina. So that's, that's a unique for in the telecom industry. Usually you pick one or the other, either wireline or cable, and we actually do both. So we're well-versed in the challenges and strengths of each technology. Um, but unfortunately, we kind of ran out of cable companies to buy. You know, a lot of the cable companies fair or the cable industry is fairly consolidated. A lot of the acquisitions you see going on today are the Time Warner Charter, multi-multi-billion dollar acquisitions, and that's just not a pool we can play in. Um, of the ones that are left, the networks need extreme reinvestment, and so they're just not attractive for acquisition, and we'd rather kind of build them ourselves. So we switched over to fiber and started pushing it deeper into our portfolio, and we took two approaches. The first was, in all of the areas in which we have old copper DSL and it's economically feasible, let's go back and overbuild that with fiber. And then in all of our new greenfield areas in our existing markets, let's push fiber deeper into those markets. And that was kind of risky at the time because um, you're essentially taking your existing copper asset and you're throwing it in the trash can and saying, hey, we're gonna upgrade it for something new. And so. That was what, at the time that we did that, that was fairly aggressive, but the results have been tremendous. We have, you know, about 50% market penetration in all of our fiber markets. And so we took that idea and we said, hey, what if we take this fiber result and we go to somewhere we've never offered service before? We overbuilt the city and we offer competition and choice for internet, TV, and phone. And so we started doing that in 2016 in our first community of Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. It was a town of 10,000 households, about 30,000 people. We overbuilt it in about uh, 15 months. And in 15 months, we installed about, uh, I believe, 5,300 customers. So it was tremendous success. And from there, we've just scaled our fiber program. And that's kind of what's uh, brought us to your backyard. Great. So you're here, you know, let's, let's for the audience, if we could, let's get some understanding as to fiber. So what does it mean to them as a consumer when you're talking about your product and how it differentiates um, where where technology is going? Could you share that, please? Sure. So, yeah, the fiber is just essentially it's the it's the line in the ground or the medium that's bringing you your services. So you have cable who uses coax cable or hybrid coax, which is what the cable companies use. The phone companies are generally using copper wire or old DSL. And then there's fiber and all every community or every, excuse me, every company is pushing fiber deeper in their networks. But fiber essentially is just glass. It's strains of glass running through and we're running um, the broadband product over light signals. And 
why that is so beneficial to a community is once we get the pipe in the ground, it's essentially unlimited. It's only limited by the technologies on either end. And it's a fairly passive network as well, meaning there's not a lot of electronics or fail points. Um, so it's a very reliable network. Um, so when we talk about fiber future-proofing your community, what we mean by that is, you know, today 100 meg, 200 meg, 300 meg in your home is what consumers generally need to run all their devices and bridge the homework gap and telecommute and things like that. But 10 years from now, what if 100 meg is 2 gig? Well, we'll just go to the next generation of GPON, switch out the electronics in our head end, switch out the electronics in your home, and essentially uh, we can offer you whatever you need. So it's, it's extremely flexible. Uh, there's minimum investment to upgrade as far as to the next generation of um, of fiber services and so it's it's as far as growth and continuing to you know broadband consumption grows 50 percent year over year fiber is what people or communities are going to need to be able to meet that need you know when i first met your uh company coming into the community um they they were talking about you know being down in the mosinee area and then corona and wetter to the south and as i've observed you're making your way north correct geographically? Yeah, so we're, we actually are kind of doing all of those projects in parallel. So we're in Wausau, Cronenweather, Rothschild, um, Weston. All of those communities have a little bit of their own strategic approach where we have different contractors working with the municipalities, um, but they're strategically kind of working through the community. But I believe in the Wausau area, you are correct. I believe we're starting in the southern region and kind of working our way north. Okay. Yeah. And if, I think, folks, if you're driving around and you see uh, some of these uh, TDS trucks around, you see them doing the cable and burying the lines. Um, how, how long do you see this taking, um, Josh, in terms of moving through up to the north side? Yeah, that's, that's where we kind of get into the fun part of this is everybody wants faster broadband. Everybody wants choice and competition. COVID has shown that in spades, right, where everybody all over the country needs faster broadband and government's throwing around crazy money to expand to rural areas because it's a huge need and it's becoming almost a utility. The not so fun part is uh, actually getting it there, right, the actual construction process. And you've probably seen our trucks around town and and it is it's an extreme challenge. Our pitch actually, it was, it's kind of funny, my pitch to the communities. I used to come to community leaders and talk about how great fiber is and how it's going to change your community competition, choice, home values, all that stuff. And all that's true. But I kind of had to change our pitch a little bit because in order to get to the good stuff, you kind of have to go through this construction phase. That's a, that's a not so good part, right, where nobody wants us digging up their backyards. There's a lot of education to what an easement is and why we're here and why is it taking so long. And, and so the long, long answer, the short answer to your question, Dave, is, well, the construction is going to continue through 2021. I believe, and I, I, I need to get this exactly right, um, so I should go look this up, but I believe we're going to continue construction through 2021, and some areas might go into 2022 as well. Um, but it just depends on construction changes, things move forward. But you can go to tdsfiber.com, punch in your address. It'll bring up the polygon that you live in, and it'll give an approximate I believe, season in which we are looking to turn up service in your neighborhood. Oh, terrific. That's a great place for uh, customers and potential future customers to go and see 
when it's coming. You know, Josh, I can tell you, um, I've heard a lot of excitement. I see your bus, uh, the, the buses around here, and they've got your your company branch on there. So you're doing a great job of marketing. Um, I know talking to people that are in this community, they're looking forward to the choice and the competition that you bring in this area. And so we really appreciate the investment that TDS is bringing into this community and future thinking. Um, is there uh, any any other things that you could do that um, to enlighten customers, potential customers, as to how they can learn more about you, your company, and the uh, the services you will offer? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can go to tdsfiber.com. Um, if you have any questions on whether you're in the build area or what products we offer, um, you can go there. Um, you can punch in your address. It will bring up exactly where you are and then push you to products and services. Um, you can also call our um, our 1-800 number, I believe, for TDS, and it will direct you to a sales representative, whether it's out of territory, in territory, if you want to talk to someone more about your products. But generally speaking, we, we offer um, our, our internet products are 300 meg, 600 meg, and a gig. Our 300 and 600 meg are symmetrical, meaning it's 300 meg up and 300 meg down. Our gig product is um, 300, I believe, it, our gig product is a gig down and 400 up. So our gig product is not symmetrical. We also offer a, a TV and phone product, and we're getting ready to slowly roll out, I don't know if it'll be this year or next year, our next generation TV product. So we'll be rolling out what we call TDS TV Plus, and it's a um, almost over-the-top TV service that integrates linear TV or traditional cable TV with your stream, all your streaming services in one. So if you wanna search something with a voice, it's going to bring up all your linear TV options as well as any of your subscriptions you're available. It also has great options such as on your TV guide. Um, let's say you start watching at 8 o'clock, but you see on the guide that something came on at 7. You can actually click on that 7, and because it has live playback, it's almost like it. even though you didn't record it, you can watch it. So it's, it's got a lot of cool features, and we're continuing to innovate in the video space, which is kind of unique. You hear about cord cutting and people going away from video and going to streaming. And for whatever reason, we've grown video subscribers um, about, I think it's eight or nine quarters in a row. So we're still heavily investing in video. Um, so if people like TV and it happens to be their um, entertainment choice of the night, I would check out uh, TDS TV as well. That, you know, you, you brought up innovation, uh, so extremely important. Um, the, the dimension you're going to bring not only to the home, but to business and industry to accelerate or, or increase their capacity, uh, tremendous. We've already heard from businesses that they're trying to innovate and they have to have the technology to do so within their business for their people, especially as people are working abroad now remotely. And some of those uh, technologies are where machines are actually lights out. And so it's really important and I wanna thank you uh, for what you're doing in this community because it's one little, it's another piece, an important piece of uh, our future. So with that, Josh, thank you for your time. Thank you to TDS. And uh, folks, that's our uh, our edition of Elevated Conversations today. And Josh, we're, I would like to thank you for being with us today. Yeah, Dave, thanks for having me on. All right, take care. Bye-bye. This podcast episode is a production of the Greater Wausau Chamber of Commerce.